Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios in Atlanta, it's time for Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration. Good morning, Atlanta, and welcome to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk with business leaders from Atlanta and the surrounding communities. Silver Lining in the Cloud is sponsored by CDI Managed Services, where we outsource IT integrated solutions, infrastructure monitoring, and automated data backup, comprehensive cloud services, and server hosting. I'm Dom Rainey, and I'll be hosting today's show. Got a great lineup today. We've got a couple of good uh, business leaders from diverse businesses. With us this morning, we've got Philip Williams. Philip is a principal over at McDermott Financial Solutions, I guess in Duluth, right, Philip? That's right. Okay. And also with us is uh, Derek Peacock. And Derek is the CEO of Peacock's D, D. Peacock Studios. Studios. Yeah, D. Peacock, D. D. Peacock Studios. Studios. Yeah. Not oh. Derek Peacock's. D. Peacock Studios. Love it. That's great. Inc. And uh, he's in Norcross. Uh-huh. Welcome, Thank gentlemen. You. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule this week to be with us. It's great to have you here in the studio. So, uh, Philip, um, why don't you kick it off? You're, uh, you've got a distinguished background there uh, in the banking industry, commercial as, as, as well as uh, uh, community banks, and uh, what, 30 years in 30 the business? Years. That's that's a lot of that's a lot of experience, and uh, you also leverage uh, basically your your company. From what I read, uh, looks like you're leveraging knowledge, and also what can be challenging issues and daunting issues to navigate the financial markets, which are ever changing. After much of the deregulation, or actually regulation, that came into play in 2009 at the end of the uh, the banking crisis, or the beginning rather, it's becoming more and more difficult for business owners to get proper financing. They're having to jump through more hoops. Of course, the banks are being uh, tied to higher regulations. And as a result, it's become extremely difficult for a a business owner to get financing in today's world. I mean, it was almost impossible not too many years ago. It Uh, was. We see building going on now. We see some improvements. Uh, Somebody's giving money out somewhere. But, I mean, you see building going on now, construction. it's, it's It's a... uh, you know, it's encouraging. Let's put it that way. We're getting back. It's still not the the heydays it was in the 2006, 2007 timeframe. Uh, the, the purse strings have loosened a little and uh, it's becoming a little bit easier. But still, if you're a business owner who may be struggling, uh, you may find yourself in a very difficult task of finding a bank that can help you with uh, with helping you grow your business. Hence the reason for creating McDermott Financial Solutions, uh, having the inside to banking uh, you can really be an asset to uh, business owners, I'm sure. We started it in 2009 during the uh, the banking crisis. So we uh, we hit the ground running then, basically giving guidance to business owners who may be struggling or their their bank may have come to them and said, sorry, we're, we're not interested in providing you a line of credit anymore. You need to find a new home. So that's initially how the company was born. From that, we have grown and we now help people improve their profitability. Everybody wants to make more money. Let's face it. They want to improve cash flow. So we also offer coaching to come in and assist companies grow stronger and uh, prepare for the future. Hmm. Philip, what, what, what would you say, uh, you know, there's so many issues to starting a business. I mean, money is certainly one of them, but what, what would you say is the uh, most severe issue, you know, the Achilles, if you will, for business owners in their financial reporting? Well, if you're trying to start a business, obviously capital is key. So finding that equity capital to to really get the business started. Again, banks are not in the business for 
for startup capital. Uh, that generally comes from family money. It comes from potentially venture capitalists. Uh, and if a person has saved enough cash at their prior business uh, that they can start a new business, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be uh, waters that, that any bank is going to really enter into at that point in time. You're going to need at least three successful years of business ownership and profitable business ownership uh, before a bank really will take a look at you at that point in time. Because again, the interest rates are much lower and the risk is, is, is much greater for a, for a startup business. Mm. You, at uh, McDermott Financial Solutions, do you guys uh, link up with you know angel investors as well? Or it's an option. It? We really we have pretty much the entire spectrum to look at, from traditional banks to asset based lenders. In other words, people who will take your or, or factoring, as it's also called, or if need be, uh, venture capitalists or you know an angel investor who's going to come in to uh, to help a client out. So yes, we look at at, at all spectrums. What makes the difference in going with a, uh, a venture capitalist versus a, a banking institution or a lending institution? Control. Uh, the key with, uh, if you're a business owner and you're dealing with a bank, you're in control of your own destiny for the most part. Mm-hmm. When you enter into the venture capital arena, then chances are someone who's putting an equity investment in your business are going to want to have some control in your business, either a portion control or maybe even a majority control. So that's the key. Okay. All right. We're talking with Philip Williams. He is a principal over at uh, McDermott Financial Solutions, and um, we're glad to have him here today to to help uh, business owners get the message on, you know, financing and uh, financial reporting and all those good things that they love to talk about, love to do, I'm sure. You know, entrepreneurs like to to get the business off the ground. I think they hate reporting and hate uh, financials. But it's a necessary evil, right? Well, business owners go into business because they're passionate about a good or service. Either they could be an attorney, they could be a doctor, they could uh, be a manufacturer, but they're passionate about the service that they provide. In most cases, the Achilles heel for any business owner is the financials. They generally show up with a shoebox full of receipts and give them to their CPA and says, here you go, help figure this out. And that's okay in the early stages, but if you really want to grow your business and provide what we call enterprise value, you've got to understand your financials. You've got to understand your balance sheet. You've got to understand your income statement and how it all ties together. That's what helps a business truly grow and build value. Excellent. Philip, you know, what What does the term bankable mean? Are you bankable? I saw that on your website. Are you bankable? Bankable is interesting. Uh, bankable basically means what are your uh, ratios, your key ratios, your debt to worth? In other words, how much dollars in debt that you owe, that you owe versus how much dollars you actually own, your equity. So are you bankable really is, is a metrics of many things such as cash flow, it's profitability, it's your liquidity. And so when you look at those areas, you have to understand what banks are truly looking for in today's uh, environment. Hmm. And as I mentioned earlier, after the banking crisis in 2009, many of the metrics have changed in the banking arena. And so now a business owner needs to be fully aware of that and help run their business to make their banker happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, how much to borrow? You know, can you borrow? Do you qualify? And then, you know, what are the rates and terms? You Absolutely. Know, if you've ever bought a car, I mean, you, you find out very quickly they want to look at your uh, credit rating. And it uh, seems like the better credit rating gets the better rates. So They do. And, and in the case of the business, it's a little bit different, and it all revolves around risk. 
So what is the risk of the business? You know, what is the management risk? What is the profitability risk? How's the cash flow? And more mm-hmm. importantly, have you stored away capital in your business that you could sustain another downturn in our economy? Mm-hmm. Um, is, a, is the loan program dictated kind of to the uh, type of business as well or the terms of, you know, the duration of the loan? Uh, I'm not really familiar with that. Sure, uh, sure. Great question. Uh, typically, uh, there, there can be a mismatch in funds. When you think of current assets and current liabilities, in other words, your accounts payable or your working capital, well, that's a loan or a line of credit that's usually going to be looked at on an annual basis. So once a year, the business is going to take their financials to the bank, their banker is going to review it, and based on the activity within the, uh, the business itself, will dictate the terms of that line of credit, whether that line of credit will be increased, whether it will be decreased, or in some kind, sometimes termed out. So it's how they've used their funds during the past year. A term loan is something that's, that's going to be for a durable asset. It's going to be for an equipment it's going to be for uh, uh, purchasing real estate, and that's going to be longer than a year. Typically, at a minimum of five-year term, it could be on a much larger amortization based on, the, again, the type of asset. But that's your distinct difference is mm-hmm. the actual use of funds. Mm-hmm. Well, we know back in 2008, in the downturn, uh, you know, a lot of builders, uh, you know, were leveraged, uh, as they always are. Absolutely. As they always are. Is there a way, is there a secret to deleveraging your business? Is there something there that people need to know about? Basically, it's fundamentals. It's 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 not spending as much as you make. Uh, you know, and it, it, it applies both from the personal standpoint as well as your business. You have to always look at the cash flow and manage your cash flow as as the business is uh, is is going through the operating cycles. Mm. So the key is, if you can pay down debt more rapidly, then absolutely let's do it. If you've got cash sitting on the balance sheet and you've got a line of credit. Pay the line of credit down because you're not getting much interest in today's market uh, on your earnings, so you might as well reduce debt and keep the line of credit available. Okay, great. Great advice from Philip Williams at uh, McDermott Financial Solutions right here on Silver Lining in the Cloud. So, um, you know, it's an interesting subject. I mean, this is it's all about money. Money makes the world go round, right? The golden rule. Absolutely. Who, whoever has the gold makes the rules. <laughs> and what you're just saying is discipline. I think that's the key, isn't it? One it is. One of the keys, discipline. Because Financial. a lot of people, when the cash is flowing and all that, it doesn't necessarily equate to the top line and the bottom line. You know, the top line revenues and then the bottom line profits. There's a lot going on in between. Right? Absolutely. And that's a service that we provide. We come in and help you understand your financials. We come in on a monthly basis with our clients. We work with them and educate them to know what they're looking at. We sit down at the beginning of the year. We go through your goals. Then each month we hold you accountable to those goals. It's, it's almost like a CFO for hire, if you will, with regards to uh, some one of the services that we provide. It's basically helping you understand and navigate the financial arena mm-hmm. and keep that rainy day money aside. So not if, but when the next recession comes, you'll be prepared. Hmm. When does it make sense to refinance? Do 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 you is this refinancing? You know, we talk about it on a mortgage on a home. Do do people refinance their business loans? Absolutely. Uh, the key will be the interest rate. It may be the financial institution that you're with, because in many cases, if a financial institution is purchased by another company or merged, they may call your loan. That never happens. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Just ask the folks in two thousand eight and two thousand nine. Never say never. That's right. Mm-hmm. So. You always be, want to be aware. You always want to have that good banking relationship with – you want to have that personal relationship with your commercial banker. Keep the open lines of communication. And 
Check the rates. Yeah, that, always check the competition, see how they're doing. Does the relationship mean just uh, don't hide things, just uh, be open, transparent, and be communicative with, with Yes. Uh, the bankers hate surprises. Uh, bankers hate to get this uh, information that you've had and withheld for a long period of time. Just go ahead and sit down with your banker <clears throat> and explain to them what's going on and ask for their advice or, or, or ability to help you through if, if you've lost a key client, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, if something's happened within, within your business itself, let them know so they can help you out. Okay, excellent. Uh, any other parting uh, words and wisdom? Uh, anything else we can uh, talk about? It all comes back to the fundamentals. As you said, it's prudent business practices. It's, it's spending less than, than your business comes at the, makes. It's about cash flow. Cash flow is king. And most importantly, always put a little uh, rainy day money aside because you're going to need that capital at some point in time. Yeah, absolutely. Great, great. And tell our listeners how they can reach out to you, Philip, and uh, and also get more information about McDermott, McDermott Financial Solutions. Do you guys, by the way, do you guys, uh, how do you go into a company and do an assessment? Is that something you'd like to talk about? Absolutely. Basically, we're normally referred in by other, by one of their trusted advisors. Okay. By their CPA, uh, by their their banker, who maybe the you know the banker can't, you know they say, listen, we can't help you, but we these guys may be able to help you. And what we do is we help navigate that that ever changing banking world. We try to uh, to arrange a marriage, if you will. We uh, are out and try to find a bank or banker mm-hmm. that that best meets the uh, the personality of the business to help you grow. Mm-hmm. You could spend hours and days on Google, googling various banks. But there's certain banks that like various types of industries, and there's other banks that don't like those industries. Mm-hmm. So really making that matchmaking uh, uh, is what we try to provide in our services. Excellent. Yeah, and being in the uh, local community and in banking, uh, commercial as well as, uh, you know, other banking backgrounds, um, I'm sure, you know, you've got a lot of insight and uh, can really be uh, an asset to helping people figure it out. Uh, it's uh, great, great, uh, great to have you here. So, um Again, tell our listeners how they can reach out to you personally as well as uh, the company to get more information about McDermott Financial Solutions. Sure. Our website's very easy. It's bankingsolved.com, www.bankingsolved.com. And uh, my email address is pwilliams at mcdfs.com. Thank you, Philip. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. Uh, you've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration and CDI Managed Services. Our next guest is uh, Derek Peacock with D. Peacock Studios, Inc., over in Norcross. Derek, tell us a little bit about your company, what you guys are doing there. All right. So uh, we're a graphic design and web design company. We've been uh, doing web des- websites since, uh, what, 06. Uh, we just celebrated over uh, 10 years in business. Excellent. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah, that's, uh, very, that's, that's very good. An entrepreneur from the get-go. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you kind of really had to because when I got out of college, I had three offers on the table. Uh, I was sure I was making more money freelancing than they were offering. Yeah, it was crazy. And then the economy crashed. Yeah, yeah. And so that was, that, that really uh, brought me a new learning experience, let me right, tell you. Right, but right. it was like, man, I should have took those jobs. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, it it's, been, it's been a blessing to uh, to be here 10 years later, uh, I've seen a lot, a lot of things come and go and have been very blessed. And, um, okay. Are, are you an independent contractor or do you have a team or what? Uh, I had a team for a while, but really I can do it all. 
Like can, I, I design it can move faster. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It, it's a lot easier for me just to do everything from a uh, full stack, from the concept all the way to the end, mm-hmm. uh, to the management aspect, and to the. Um, the only thing I really need is, for the most part, is provided is the uh, content writing. Okay. And that's usually outsourced where they supply it. So it's not nothing that we really provide. Right. It's just not really something that we want to do yeah. or really interested in. We just want to build it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Build it. You can get bogged down in those words. Yeah. You figure it, out the right that's a way to say things and all that. So. Yeah, mine's more about the UI aspect of it, the user interface and making sure that it, it's working properly and mm-hmm. it's easy for somebody to navigate. And, yeah. Uh, and also keeping up with the te- uh, current technologies, uh, we, we've just seen a new shift in the uh, internet world, which is, you know, awesome. Actually, actually, it's kind of cool it's go- what's going on here. A in shift a, in the internet world. Lay it out. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we on the edge of my seat now. All right. So we just went through a mobile change, right? Mm-hmm. And now, we went to, now we're going to a universal change. And the universal change like through like bootstrap technology, which is uh, Twitter technology. I don't know if anybody's familiar with it, but mm-hmm. uh, some of the IT people is. But we're getting ready to uh, see that we're going to be getting away from that shortly as well and going into more like a uh, gaming aspect, more environment world type mm-hmm. stuff. So we're, we're looking to uh, make that transition in, uh, in the next thing. So also, also we're doing a lot of stuff with the uh, music industry and entertainment industry too. So uh, it, it's, it's really cool because the way – like we work, like I, I work, um, we take the modern technologies, we take the entertainment technologies and we kind of co- combine them together. That's kind of where we fit in. Because you got to be entertaining as a brand. Yeah, you sure do. You sure you, People get bored quickly on the, quickly on the website, right? It's keeping their attention. Yeah, you what gotta, do they call that? User experience? What do they call uh, that? The UI, uh, yeah. user experience, UX. We don't really do too much UX stuff. That's more on the pro, like uh, high-end programming aspect of mm-hmm. it. But uh, what... Is there a psychology aspect behind it? Because, you know, people want to have some kind of fun or some type of reaction right? when right. they're using it. So mm-hmm. we've been really blessed that we've been able to have projects that have allowed us to do that over the years. Can you give us an ex- example of, uh, of what you just said about... All right, so uh, one thing we did, we a few years ago, we, we worked with a startup uh, called MyRapAudition.com. They were a YouTube clone startup. Um, they were funded, had a Series A... And of course, it's, uh, we what we did was we built a social network, a complete YouTube clone, and had video integration into it. And so, our thing was making it not only load in three seconds, uh, HD video. And this is when HD just came out onto the videos onto onto the internet. So we were we were running storage five, bandwidth. Uh, oh my, yeah, yeah. Up, upload, download. Yeah, I'm right? shocked. I don't have any. I I still have hair left. <laughs> Because if you ever wanted to try to program, sweating it out, huh? Oh yeah, if you ever wanted to learn how to program for an iPhone and then Android compatibility, and then you also had the Adobe Flashes going through it through a process. I mean, it it was just a big, big mess. So we were just wow. seeing the beginnings of HTML5, and that was one shift. And it was it. So we had to make this thing like not load fast but entertaining. So we had to get the content that was entertaining content. So those were more challenges we had, but we ended up putting it together. We ended up doing 3.8 million video plays before the whole thing. Holy moly! Yeah, I know it was a lot of fun though. Excellent, I mean, excellent. We've got a real techie here on the show this morning. You know, we built some apps with it too, so it was <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Things people need, but uh, you know, you're the one that doesn't sleep at night, right? You're making this happen all night long. Yeah, it's it, it's, it's you get it's, into it's, a project, it's hard to hard to drop it, right? It's always great to have a uh, great IT support. Let me tell you something. If you have great IT support, 
<laughs> that, that can withstand appreciate that bandwidth. Yeah, yeah you appreciate you, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's actually a combination because you work together with them. You yeah. really try to work together with your IT supporters and to see actually how much uh, bandwidth, how much uh, data you can transfer between right. uh, platforms. And also, you got to also think about residential commercial areas. Right. And people only, you got three to five seconds. Really three, honestly. But if it's entertaining, maybe a little longer. Is that, is that the number now? Three it's three seconds. seconds three you seconds. Three yeah, seconds yeah your website that. has to be loaded within three seconds. And that's, yeah, that's a challenge for a lot of people. Do you find yourself doing a lot of consulting in that realm to uh, evaluate? you know websites or you just you just called and i need a project and i need this done and you jump on it um so there's a lot of people don't know i mean they go hey i need an outside view of this you know yeah that's not something you do not really we don't like to i don't like to explain it honestly because 99 percent of the people aren't going to understand a word i say (laughs) you know i picked up about half of them you see what i'm saying like yeah yeah yeah, people don't understand you have to be in the world you have to be in that world yeah and so it's just better for you just to go ahead and just let me if if you want your website looking great and loading fast and you want a, a good user experience you really don't want to know how it works. Right, right. Just, just get a hold of. Uh, yeah, just write me a check. You're Derek, good. Derek, <laughs> just write is me this a, check. a problem money can't solve? Yeah, is okay. that what is that what you're saying? Well, just like this guy said, the, the more it? money you dump on something, yeah. yeah, yeah, more money you dump on something, you know, it's it's a solution, right? Right. It, right. it could be just a bottomless pit if you want. <laughs> 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 It, it money money does make the world go around and it does solve a lot of problems right yeah, yeah. Uh, more, but no, not everything i mean look but at our government everything. more money you throw you on it get, oh don't go there now. <laughs> Derek peacock aka dj handcuffs dj Holy, handcuffs what yeah is, is that your uh, so i actually started in uh did somebody give you that oh yeah yeah back in college my first uh degrees in radio broadcasting i have three total I'm, i was working on my fourth one but i kind of ran out of money but my first one was in radio broadcasting. I was uh, known as DJ Handcuffs. I, I got that because I kept going to jail. It wasn't my fault, I swear. That's what everybody, everybody said. But it wasn't my, really my fault. It was just, I might have been instigating a few things. But, you know, anyway, it gave me that DJ Handcuffs. So it stuck with me. <laughs> and it stuck with me over the years. Uh, I have a uh, online radio uh, show that I put together, too, with a lot of uh, rap music in, in Atlanta. Okay. I work with a lot of yeah. record labels, too. Yeah. So, yeah. and uh, Excellent. D- yeah, and DJ Handcuffs, um, Actually, just dropped a record. They did. Yeah, he just dropped a record uh, about a month ago. Excellent. Yeah, it's, so put you know pushing that. We work. You got with, the voice for it. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. you yeah, have yeah. the voice for it. Yeah, I've been got a little uh, Yankee tone to it. That voice you got. Well, that's the first time I've heard Yankee, but <laughs> I, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, I get. Yeah, I get a lot of southern. As long thing. as they're talking about you. Yeah. Right? So, All right, back to business. Back to business. So what what makes the difference in a successful uh, developer and a non-successful person in your world, in your business world? I think just being a ve- developer period is successful. Mm-hmm. Because you got not only you have to be now right brain and well, it used to be you just be left brain, and now you can be right right brain and left brain, and it really takes a full stack developer to really understand the whole circle of how everything works okay and that's another thing we're, we're seeing we're going to see a lot more full stack like people, what does that mean they can do everything from uh actually the business plan end to end all the way to the execution that's what it means end yeah end. All full stack to, full stack let's go got that philip i got that full like stack that. full stack i like yeah. that yeah, yeah and i do a, too i can understand end to end full stack yeah and you're going to see a lot more uh people like that uh popping up shortly okay and um 
Like, you know, the business world weeds itself out too, you know? It, do, it the, does. The sticky, I, you know, sticky is another term. You know? Oh, I've seen that happen. <laughs> you man. Know, yeah. Okay. Like yeah. I've I've been involved with the chamber over ten years, and I've seen. Have you? Oh yeah, I've, I I I I don't think I've I haven't seen it all yet, but I've seen enough to know a lot that. Of turn. Yeah, yeah. A lot I mean, this people come up and go. I mean, um, okay. You know, ten years. Ten years. You know, some great something, milestone. Yeah, great milestone. I'm looking for another good, great ten years. Mm -hmm. To be a successful person, it's all in your mind, man. At the end okay. of the day, yes, it is. Because we, we we've seen a change in like with the millennials, mm -hmm. especially. Tell us with uh like e even atlanta and like people like me because we don't see a lot of millennial businesses anymore like i i personally don't not in this area i see them more atlanta than i do in this area but hmm. the uh the idea of having somebody who can actually do the whole thing will hmm. not only call, uh, cut the cost of the employer mm -hmm. but will help streamline projects yeah i can understand it you know focal point you know, you don't have a lot of different players. No, and you're yeah. going to see a lot of full stack marketers come okay. out. Yeah, yeah. A lot of full stack marketers. We were doing, I was doing uh, social media marketing. I was making, I made thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on, on social media marketing in MySpace days. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've seen people over the years, you know, do, do, the, do the social media, but now we're seeing more they come in as full stack marketers. Okay. They're going to be able to do it all for you. Oh, over at D Peacock Studios, um, that's uh, probably would help our business, our, our listeners to, uh, to learn a little bit about uh, the types of projects um, that you that you work on and, and what are successes and what are failures, you know, that type of thing. Uh, that the projects. Something? Yeah, yeah, projects. I, I work with doctors, uh, lawyers, uh, So you got a broad Restaurants, base. yeah. Oh, okay. Everybody. So you're not just targeting into a virtual a vertical market no not so much i've worked with you know a lot of record labels in the day probably more record labels than anything um but you i mean you can actually see some of my work here and there even in buford like uh there was a uh, one of the signs we, the logos we did was uh, a company called secure may we did that back in uh i can't remember years years ago we did their thing mm -hmm. but it was like posted on uh buford i thought that was the coolest thing that was like one of the biggest successes i ever seen it was like wow look at this my posted where on the billboard or no something? no it was yeah it was on like actually on a, a storefront oh and that that was a cool thing and then i got a uh i got a design over it in in a window over at golden seven off of, uh Duluth highway hmm. that i did years years ago I mean, like to me, that stuff is like successful, and and actually seeing your artwork in like iTunes, mm -hmm. you know, to me that that's successful. It's not like it, it is about the money in a lot of sense, but like for I guess my generation, it's not so much about the money. It's more about what we create mm -hmm. and how we create it and and the fun. Well, your view of the internet and uh, you know web web development websites is totally different than the average person. So what you look for, what you see in a site, what you like, what you don't like is totally different. Right? Yeah. I mean, the first thing I'm going to like, when somebody asks me about looking at their website, uh, I, I go ahead and take a look at it just, just to see what it is. 99% uh, of the time, it's not really anything special. And I'm just like, uh, is, you, your, is your business special? Can you handle this? You know? My my criticism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is 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 your business special? Right, right. Because what you put out on your from from your logo to your business cards to what you put on your your uh, your image on the internet show reflects on how much you care about your business. 
Now, some businesses may be like, well, I don't need no. Some need branding, some don't. Yeah, some of them, I don't need that stuff. Okay, I mean, if you got a million, if you got a million dollar company, if you got a, you know, if you're making two hundred thousand dollars in your pocket every year, you probably don't need it. If if you can keep keep going, right. but it, but do you feel like your business is special? Is it what you look for? Is it, you know, you think you could enhance it? So stuff like that. All right, Philip, uh, you're you're picking up all this, right? Absolutely. I I'm, mean, this is a young. Well, not young anymore, right? Ten years in the business, yeah, but he's, only, yeah. he's a perfect guy. How do you take your business to another level? Is that of interest to you? Um, you I, just like- I, I think, you know, it. take it to another level. It's, it's, it's about how, where you want to go with it. You know, are you right. looking to make a big art agency? Mm-hmm. And, and there's so many people out there that do that. I think, like for me, this point in time in this location, expansion – I don't think is the smartest uh, strategy today. It's not for everybody. Well, not today. Yeah. That, that's the thing. And because I, I think we're getting ready to see w- w- with a lot of economy aspect and everything else. So especially in this area. Now, if, you, if, if I was located in Atlanta, I may be looking to expand a little bit more. So there's a big difference in being in, inside Atlanta, inside the... Oh, yeah, by far. Even in the, even Alpharetta versus uh, Gwinnett, I think. Why is that? What, 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 are you um, getting at? what are you getting at? This could be important here. Gwinnett is more like a uh, family-oriented, okay, uh, millennial-based. Right. Like right. you know, this is it. Rural versus suburbia. Yeah, it, it's kind of like that. I've, I've 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 been here ten years. You know, my family's been here forty years in this Gwinnett area. Uh, I just think that, like, we have a lot of we have Fortune like one hundred companies that come through here, which is great. And if you're looking for a career or a job or whatever, I think like, and you have a family, mm-hmm. I think it's like a safe bet to go. Okay. If you're an explorer and you really want to really venture out, I think Atlanta, Alpharetta area, and that's just because they have a better technology infrastructure. They have a lot more uh, millennials that are uh, mm-hmm. like more like more aggressive mm-hmm. aspect because a they don't faster have, pace and yeah, and the, people but, that are but the, but they're not family millennials. Does that make any right, sense? Right. Right. Yeah. It now, does. They're, they're going to start doing it shortly, but you, you kind of get the idea. Yeah, it, I do. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, this is great. Um, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, what uh, you guys are uh, going to do in 2017 and uh, moving forward. Just same, same old, same old? No, we're uh, working more, expanding on, or we're looking more on the record label side. We're, uh, music, huh? Yeah, yeah, music aspect of it. It's okay. something, we, you know, I really enjoy. Uh, we're working with Chino Dollar, which produced New Jock City. He's got a couple uh, artists. One just hit the radio a couple days ago, uh, ATL Bree. Which is a phenomenal song. So if you, great uh, girl, she's like 15 years old, hot artist out of Atlanta. Uh, she dances, raps. She got a um, a guy on on the beat. Hot beats is on the beats. He, he's a producer. He produced up uh, a lot for Puff Daddy, big time producer. They're doing Young Jock's project, working on his stuff again. Of course, uh, he's got a a bunch of like uh, one of his producers, uh, Michael Jackson. Uh, his father produced for Michael Jackson. So we're doing a lot more with the, the music aspect of it. We're still looking to do some more commercial stuff too, if people are interested in it. Okay, um, okay. But yeah, we love the entertainment entertainment industry. Brand uh, entertaining is, you know, so much fun. Well, this is uh, expanding our market into the millennials uh, having you here on the show. Oh. I hope we get a lot of action here from uh, listeners uh, and 
touching in on uh, listening about your and background you, it, and helping you. Uh, and always add, uh, try to going. try to find them more millennials to come through. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to find us here and there, but mm-hmm. you'll you'll see a few. We've had some great young fast track uh, people uh, with companies uh, uh, come in on the show, and uh, it's it's encouraging. It's enlightening. I mean, they're uh, they uh, it's amazing to talk to people that have. Well, so to speak, they're act together in uh, in the in the corporate world. I mean, they're out there. Millennials are hardwired to be entrepreneurs. I mean, they really are. They, the risks. They're not afraid to to jump out there and take that risk. That's a good point, Philip. Yeah. And I think in uh, the, the baby boomer generation, we were geared toward uh, going to work for a corporation, working there for twenty, thirty years, getting your golden watch, and moving on. Mm-hmm. The millennial generation is exactly the opposite. They're out there. They're ready to try something new and different. And, uh, you know, that's the definition of an entrepreneur is someone who doesn't know when they're taking a risk. (laughs) (laughs) Well said. We like that. And and, and as a result, they're willing to dive out there and and, and make it happen. And there are many successful startups uh, from the millennial generation. Does McDermott Financial Solutions uh, tap that market? Do you guys find yourself dealing with young entrepreneurs? It's really interesting. Uh, our services, it's almost like an intervention, if you will, uh, in that you go, you don't go to a cocktail party and say, you know what, my business is really in the tank. I need help. <laughs> you know, you go to a cocktail party and everybody's like, you know, man, I, it's great. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. Going back to what I said earlier, typically it's that intervention. It's whenever you get turned down for that loan opportunity or ah, you can't expand the business right. or maybe – Right. You get that Dear John letter from your bank. It says you're in special assets. Well, mm-hmm. news for you, a newsflash special is not a good place to be. So if you ever get that letter, that's someone we want to talk to because we help them navigate and get them out of the the, the, the ditches, if you will, and get them back on the right track. Okay, excellent. So. Well, Derek, uh, tell our listeners how they can reach out to you and uh, your company, D. Peacock Studios, and get more information. And Yeah, go to dpeacockstudios.com, uh, Instagram, D. Peacock Studios. Twitter, the Facebook, I in you know, um, email is Derek at D Peacock Studios. I'm I'm easy. You can Google me, Derek Peacock, real simple, D E R E K P E A C O C K. I mean, I'm I'll show up all kinds of you. He won't even see my mug shot. So D E R E K D E R E K E A K D E R E K. We're gonna have to do. Uh, uh, some background checks here, I guess, huh? <laughs> For first time in three years. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. I, we, it, gives you, it gives you something else to do. Yeah. You're open, you're transparent about it, so oh, that's yeah, a good I'm thing. Cool. It means there's nothing bad there. Not right, really. Listen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk with business leaders uh, about uh, the economy and their business and everything else in between and their background, their records, and all that stuff. So uh, <laughs> thank you again to our guest today, Philip Williams. With uh, He's a principal over at McDermott Financial Solutions and uh, Derek Peacock with D. Peacock Studios, Inc., I'm Don Rainey on behalf of CDI Managed Services, where we work with companies to maximize their investment in IT infrastructure. To listen to this show and other Silver Lining in a Cloud broadcasts, go to silverlining.businessradiox.com. And until next time, remember, when it comes to IT solutions and outsourced end-to-end IT support, CDI Managed Services is your Silver Lining in a Cloud.